Hey, I'm Kevin Kaufman. I'm joined with Fred Weaver. We are your host of the Kevin and Fred Next Level Podcast. Where five days a week you can get great real estate content. On Mondays, Kevin interviews a top rock star in the real estate space. Every Tuesday, we bring you industry headlines where we look back on the last seven days of news in real estate. Wednesdays and Fridays is iMinute where we talk about iBuyers in the real estate space. And Thursday, we bring you a weekly business tip. So listen to us anywhere podcasts can be listened to. You can watch most of these podcasts video form on YouTube and tune in five days a week. And make sure you connect with us on Facebook as well as visit kevinandfred.com and you can check out our referral guarantee, right Kevin? kevinandfred.com forward slash guarantee. We'd love to receive your real estate referrals here in the Phoenix, Arizona area. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk with you soon. Hey, it's Kevin and Fred. Do you have a referral for us here in Phoenix? There are 30,000 agents here that you could send them to. Why us? Well, for one thing, we'll keep you updated and you'll never have to track down your commission. We'll also make you look really good to your client. And best of all, it helps us keep all this content free. So go to kevinandfred.com slash referral to make the introduction. We'll take great care of them. Hey guys, Kevin here. Uh, I want to introduce you to my guest today. Uh, his name is Barry Jenkins. I met Barry actually through a, uh, a, another guest on the show. Uh, you might remember if you've been listening for a while, How, Howard Tager. Howard is the co-founder of a company called Ylopo. And Barry is also uh, on the team there at Ylopo, but he also sells real estate. Um, so you'll know most of this conversation is really about our real estate teams and experience. Barry is unique in the sense that he actually runs two distinctly different real estate teams in his office and so that was kind of a fun conversation and truthfully he's just a good guy who gives back a ton i think you're going to enjoy the conversation you're going to learn a lot from barry if you're open to it so hope you enjoy today's show and without further ado barry jenkins all right next level podcast listeners we're back and today my guest is barry jenkins professor barry jenkins as i know him. barry how you doing today man Man, I'm awesome. Really excited just to chat with you and collaborate, share ideas, all that good, fun stuff. That's awesome, man. I'm, uh, thank, I appreciate, first of all, you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be here. You've got a lot going on, um, running, uh, running your business there at Virginia Beach, uh, Virginia or your know, businesses, I should say, as well as uh, I, noticed you're, I noticed you're pimping the Ylopo shirt today because that's a company that you're heavily involved in, which is how you and I got connected. Uh, and so yep. and we'll talk about that for sure as we go along. But um, so just wanted to number one, say thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule today. My pleasure. Cool. My pleasure. I'm stoked to talk to you, man. Well, let's do this. So I, you've been in real estate for a couple of years now, right? So a couple, almost what, two decades. Um, yeah. what, what got you interested in real estate? Let's just start there. So I was 18. Um, my, uh, stepdad, um, connected me with a, uh, at the time they didn't call it this, but it was a hard money lender. Um, and said, Hey Barry, this guy will lend you 60 grand to buy a house and lend you the money to fix it up. I was selling shoes, uh, at athlete's foot at the mall. And <clears throat> you know, I was 18. So I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it. Um, it had a balloon payment at the end of 12 months. So I had to pay it off and, uh, flip the house, made more money off of that one flip than I made in my two years selling shoes, right? So obviously my interest was peaked. I got my real estate license. Um, and every year or so I would uh, buy a house and move into it, like a HUD property. And, um, and then like it just slowly evolved over time. I just, I fell in love with the 
the limitless possibilities and the fact that I wasn't trying to convince somebody to buy a product. It was more, you know, they already want the product. I just have to help service them and, and helping them. So I had a real good, um, just a, a real good connection with the business. And it's been 21 years, 39 wow. now. Wow, man. Tw 21 years. That is, uh, yeah. that's awesome. So you're thinking about staying in real estate, I take it like you, it's getting pretty serious. Yeah. 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 I am having fun with the technology stuff, you know, working at Wailopo alongside of working on my teams, but, but yeah, no, I, I love the business. Uh, I love helping people. So now I help more agents uh, on my teams than I do uh, help the consumer, but I'm still helping, which is a lot of fun for me. Absolutely. Tell me more about that. So you mentioned your teams. Uh, so you, you run multiple real estate teams. If I just heard you correctly, tell me about that. Yeah. So uh, I, I started the, the friends in real estate team about seven years ago. Um, I sold eight years ago. I sold 115, 120 homes by myself and I was miserable. Like it just, <laughs> it was horrible. I was working all the time and it just, and, um, and I had come out of 2008 just to go a little bit farther and racked up like 50 grand in credit card debt through 2008 to 2011, uh, 2010. Um, the, the, the crash crushed me because I didn't know how to make the phone ring. So in 2011, I got an opportunity to really hit it hard back in real estate um, and make a lot of money. And so I gave it everything I had, sold a bunch of homes, and um, uh, I decided I would build a team. So seven years in, um, my broker comes to me and says, I want you to run the brokerage team uh, as well. So now I have two real estate teams in the same office, um, two completely different commission structures, lead sources, CRMs, everything. Um, and I just kind of reduplicated everything I did on the one team and uh, do it for the second team. And that's been working really well, actually, surprisingly. That's awesome. That, that's an interesting path. You know, I'm one of those yeah. crazy guys where uh, my Fred and I have, ha have, have had an expansion business for five, almost five and a half years now. So we've got agents in different cities and states. Uh, and, and that's one model that, you know, which is a little bit different than what you're saying. Like you're literally running two teams in the same office. That, that is interesting. Um, tell me about yeah. like your, let's start with your baby first. Let's like, let's talk about uh, if I, for lack of a better word, and maybe this is the name, the Barry Jenkins team, right? Tell me about that. Like what's, what's, what does that team look like today? Um, you know, call it staff wise. And when I say staff, I mean agents and any sort of administrative staff and like, what's your primary source of business? Yeah. So, uh, there's the friends in real estate team and the tribe team. That's the two names of the teams. The friends in real estate team, um, was the one I've had for seven years. Um, at the time, I really wanted to work with people that were excited about transitioning into careers. And so I actually built my sales team off of waiters and waitresses, contractors, appraisers, anybody who just, it's, this sounds so bad, but if I enjoyed being around them, like I actually enjoyed talking to them, not like they didn't have to be a huge personality, but I, I, I didn't have to drag them along and they could download an app from their app store, whether it's Android or Google, I didn't care. But if they're like, oh, I don't know my password to uh, iCloud or whatever, I know it's not going to be a good fit because I need, I need a, you know, a tech-centric agent. And so I, <laughs> that's how I built my team. And I grew them. I called it the Career Changers Program. And so I had a group of people that were just really excited to be working for themselves. Um, and then, you know, my whole stick is, is I believe 
you can actually serve people, put their interest above your own, and do it in such a way that you um, you increase your sales, increase your opportunity. You come from contribution, and you can crush it. And so I've built my entire lead follow up, all my drips, everything I do is like built in that, which is to say, um, think about this from the consumer's perspective. And so that is what the Friends in Real Estate team is all about. Uh, we do four huddles. Uh, so I do the Friends in Real Estate team at 9 a.m. for 15 minutes. And then I do the tribe team at 9.15. Um, and, you know, the huddle, I'm not impressing anybody. That's not what it's about. Sometimes I do impress them with a good idea. But normally it's, did you go to work yesterday? Uh, what'd you do? Right? Because I asked that question intentionally because they don't have, they could binge watch Netflix all day and nobody would know. Um, and so, um, I am, uh, I'm not micromanaging, but I'm definitely inspiring them to be a better version of themselves. Um, and then super techie, uh, the friends and real estate team right now uses FirePoint. Um, and our main lead source is Ylopo and the, the main dimension of Ylopo that we're leveraging is actually remarketing because I've got 68,000 people in that database. And so we're getting like 900 to 1,000 leads a month that come back to our website and do something significant. So really, my agents just have learned to work those opportunities as new leads. And so the ROI is like crazy. Um, you know, the friends and real estate team, the structure, and the environment is such that they're really like low maintenance for me. Uh, so I manage them at a super high level. I've got a full-time marketing person, a full-time transaction coordinator, and two full-time ISAs that are really more nurture focused. And, um, you know, I run the, the admin through Slack and Zoom. Um, and then um, my uh, one ISA uh, works full-time at my office. The other ISA is in the Philippines. Awesome. So what I guess they're OSA. Okay. So that's, uh, so, so that's not your typical setup. What I love, you know, going back to the kind of the first part of that story, like, you know, where did you like talking to them? Could they download an app? You know, basically do they understand technology, which I can, uh, it's a, it's a real thing. Um, what, mm -hmm. like that's, that's a different way to approach it. I love the simplicity in that. Was there anything that sparked you that made you decide to kind of go that route or was it just, was that just sort of what you thought of when it was time to start building it's time to start building a team. Um, you know, I decided that um, real estate is um, is a service business. And so when an agent gets in front of the person at the right time, they don't have to be really great at sales. They, they just have to be a good people person. And really my claim to fame is getting my people in front of the consumer at the right time. That's, that's what good lead gen is all about. You know, they're thinking about real estate and now I'm talking to someone that's thinking about buying or selling a home. And so I really didn't need great salespeople. Um, and what I really needed was good people that were conscientious, hardworking, uh, grateful. And so um, I decided to melt it down into two really basic principles, which is to say, um, you know, did I enjoy talking to that person? So like, imagine interviewing me right now and like, you're just like pulling teeth. You know, every word's it's like a two word answer. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, we did good. You know, it's like, that's not somebody that is enjoying. I, like when I talk to you, like I'm, it's giving me life. I'm excited. And, 
Um, and then the, the, the iCloud, I've just found that generally speaking, if somebody hates technology, they're not downloading apps. And I don't need them to love technology, but if you don't know how to download an app on your phone, we're not going to be a good fit because I like it just doesn't work that way. <laughs> I'm laughing because I have such a similar experience and it's a it's a pain it was a painful thing to grow through. You know, we had hired somebody who was a great real estate agent, by the way, but quite literally couldn't log into his own email or use the copy machine. And it yeah. that that experience forced us to start advertising us. Uh, as a technology-driven real estate team <laughs> in all ads, every, in print everywhere because yeah. we wanted to make uh -huh. sure anybody who ever saw us and might want to interview for a position on the team absolutely was scared <laughs> off by that if, if that was going to be something that scared yeah. them off. And uh, so I, I laughed yeah. mostly because of the pain I've been through personally. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting, and you know, I've got all ages on my team. Uh, I've got agents that have been agents for fifteen years. Yeah. Um, others that are brand new, you know. So I've got um, it's it's so it it uh, it's pretty simple. Um, if I'm doing my job right as the team lead, in generating opportunities and providing good training to speak to the right person at the right time with the right message, then honestly, I don't need them to be creators. You know, I just need them to be naive enough to do what I asked them to do. Oh, okay. So let's camp out on this for a second because man, you're we didn't even prep for this. Like you're talking my love language right now, Barry. Um, you, like, <laughs> I am the guy that just swears up and down. We don't even need to buy another lead for the rest of our lives. And we could, we could have more transactions than we ever, that we could ever possibly transact in the next 30 years of our career. Um, and so you mentioned like you're using Ylopo specifically for the retargeting and remarketing and not, not so much the technology side of it. We can talk, I want to talk about that a little bit later too. Cause uh, I interviewed Howard a few months ago and like that, like that was the thing I was like, Whoa. Um, you know, <laughs> after smart guy. meeting him and G it just blew my mind. And you know, I was like, dude, where do I sign? Can I take my money please? But the, uh, but because again, it was near and dear to my heart in the way I've always operated. You know, I got this business that's like, it's a lot of it is, is sphere and referral based. And the other part is internet lead based. And I've always told people, um, and I'm sorry, I don't normally talk this much, man, but I just, I feel like connected with no, you. On go, this. Go. I had this, uh, I started my career at, at Keller Williams and the manager in the Keller Williams system is called the team leader. And she taught my very first team leader taught me. She said, Hey, listen, you got to understand Kevin, you, the, your, your success in real estate will be directly correlated with the number of people who, when they think about real estate, they think about you. And I, and at the time I was like, it sounds really smart, but it also sounds a little incomplete because what I, cause I'm like the guy, like I, I'm the attack dog, right? If you just tell me to run through the wall, I'll just keep running until I get to the wall. Yeah. Well, which is yeah. why I've always done really good with internet leads because I will call for 18 or 24 months or however long it takes until they're ready to transact. And so I like a couple years later, I realized I said that that's only half of the statement. The other half of the statement is, it's when you're talking to people who are thinking about real estate. It's the number of people who, mm -hmm. when you're talking to, talking to them, they're thinking about real estate, which means I've got to be calling and staying in front of these people all the time. And so it sounds to me like that's a little bit of your, your train of thought too. How did you yeah. get there? Because I, I've always felt like such kind of like a weirdo and nobody, I don't want to say nobody believes in me, but you know, it's, it's definitely against the yeah. grain. Yeah. Well, I mean, First of all, when I first started, I was at an independent brokerage, so I, did, I wasn't exposed to any national organizations whatsoever. I wasn't even a realtor 
uh, which is regional, but like I wasn't. And so my broker said, when you close on a house, buy them a dishwasher, because every time they look at the dishwasher, they'll think of you and pass out 50 business cards a day. Do you know how hard it is to pass out 50 business cards a day? It's horrible. And like, I am a people person, but I'm not a crowd person. Like I don't, I don't want to go to a party with a hundred people and be the center of a hundred people's attention. Like that's, that doesn't give me life. Okay. And so I feel like the pe- the, 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 the standard fair real estate agent, you know, if you're not going to buy leads, you need to be a big personality. And if you've got it, you've got it. But I also, when online leads hit, dude, I was in love because I'm the guy, if you're about to buy something and I know there's a coupon, I'm like, dude, 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 dude. Hey, hey, I got 50% off. Like I'm stoked, you know? And if I'm talking to the right person at the right time, I get to be that excited coupon clipping because they think they can't buy yet. They think they need 20% down. And I'm like, oh, there's a grant. Let me tell you about it. You know, I, and, and so I, uh, I love to teach. I love to help people. And so it just started oozing out of me. And then I realized it's actually a sales model. Um, and so then I started teaching others how to do it. That, that's awesome, man. So I got to ask you, so when you're talking to agents about potentially joining your team, is that conversation part of your uh, re- interviewing or recruiting process? Or, or is there something else that you're using to kind of, I guess, filter or look for someone who may be of the same mindset? Sure. So, so with the two teams now, I'm really in a really good spot because I get to triage who I think is a good fit because the brokerage team has so many admin that are holding those agents hands um, and they get to graft into my training and stuff, but I'm not responsible for them in the same way. Um, Whereas with the friends and real estate team, I'm, I'm very much protective of that team because I need a good culture. I need people that are um, that I don't have to babysit. And so now when I'm doing the interviews, I'm really asking the person what they want, what they define as success, um, what they define as failure, um, what they'd like to see 12 months from now. Um, what, and, and I use the CEO of LinkedIn. You know, he would always ask people when he's interviewing them, he would say, I don't, you don't have to answer this, but in, uh, by saying you're going to be with LinkedIn, but in five years, what would you like to be doing in five years? Regardless, put LinkedIn aside. Where do you want to go? And I want to see if LinkedIn can partner with you along those five years, whether you stay with us or not. And it created a good culture. And I'm looking for business partners on the friends and real estate team. That's the way I phrase it. I'm like, I, I need a partner. My end of the bargain is I'm going to provide X, Y, and Z, coaching, training, uh, CRM, systems, leads. Your end is you're going to work the leads according to the schedule. You're going to be on time and, and try. And if the two of us are doing our thing, we're both going to make money and be happy. Um, and so the friends and real estate team is very much more, you know, business partner type stuff. Cool. That's uh, man, that, that's, that's pretty cool stuff. I like the way you approach that. That's, it's not your typical approach to a, to a real estate team. Um, tell me more, you know, one of the things that I, I notice is obviously you use a lot of uh, leverage in your world, like mostly through technology. I'm assuming uh, you did mention there's a lot of admin on the other team, on the brokerage team, as you call it. Um, is that, is that due in part because of who Barry is as a person or is that because like, Hey, you've got, you've got a job to do with Wailopo as well. And I'm assuming you want to hang out with your family as you know, your, your wife and kids too. Yeah. Like 
what's, what does that look like? Give me, give me an idea of like your daily interaction, um, and with your, with your businesses and, um, kind of just a little more like along those lines if we could. Sure. Sure. So, uh, two years ago, I actually did, um, uh, real geeks, um, keeping it real with Jeff. Um, I don't know, Jeff Manson, the owner of real geeks. And, uh, the, the title of the episode was work 20 hours a week and sell 200 homes a year. That was the title of it. And, uh, um, and that was like my thing. I wasn't really working that much anymore. Um, I was funneling the business. I was using technology and systems um, to to leverage myself to be in multiple places at the same time. And um, and for me, that's that's why I'm able to do all the stuff that I'm able to do. I um, you know I don't go to the office that much. Uh, two days a week, two half days a week. Um, and, uh, you know, very devoted to my kids. We're getting ready to foster care, actually. Um, so awesome. we've got our own kids. We're going to be, yeah, and just there's an epidemic in our area. So wanting to help with that. And so by leveraging all this technology, like that's, I need technology because I'm the guy that gets so focused on what I'm doing that I forget everything else. And so I need something to remember for me. And so if I use an easy analogy, lead routing rules. I want this kind of lead to go to these people like, and then I, I set it and I'm done. And that's kind of, it, it, that is a microcosm of every dimension of my business. I obsess about it for a week or two. I get it dialed in and then I work on the next thing and then I work on the next thing and the next thing. That, that's awesome. Um, by the way, yeah, I, I love just kind of the whole thought process there. And um, let's do this. Let's switch gears if we could. So I, with you're the what's known as the realtor in residence at Ylopo, and um, for for the few people who are listening that haven't heard of Ylopo, can you give us the the quick elevator picture on what Ylopo is, and then more? What I'd like to dig into is what does the realtor in residence do specifically for Ylopo? Sure. So Ylopo is a lead generation company that includes um, marketing to generate leads, marketing your brand nurturing the leads you have and um, using technology that literally is the most advanced technology available today. So think um, AI, artificial intelligence, text messages that includes links that match the consumer search behavior, um, making sure the listings that they want to see um, or the listings that they want are in their newsfeed. And so the consumers keep coming back to your website and um, we've like six X our size over the last two years. Um, and really it came down to, um, if you have 10 engineers and five of them are devoted to supporting the CRM and five of them are devoted to, uh, uh, marketing and lead gen and innovation, you know, you're going to be a little bit slower with your lead gen cause you're dual focused for us. You know, we've got as an analogy, one engineer, that integrates with all of these CRMs and nine that are devoted to innovation and marketing and all that stuff. So we just decided um, that we were going to focus on being the next step ahead. And, uh, and that's kind of, you know, that's why we are what we are. So um, don't know if I necessarily answered the question, but anyway, <laughs> it's, I think that's a good enough. So, so tell me as like the realtor in residence, what, tell me, Tell me, what does that mean? What, what do you do? And what, what does your time commitment look like with, with Ylopo as well? 
Yeah. So um, it, it's really evolved over the last two years. Two years ago, I was on the phone with G and I was like um, telling him what I was into, what I was doing and how my team has been performing. And he's like, hey, can, can you take what you did for your team and kind of teach our users? And so it started as like a, not even a part-time consultant gig two years ago. And then <clears throat> there was so much synergy with Howard and G and I, and uh, we just kept, like the more we talked week after week, the better the ideas got. And so then it, it went from an occasional consultant gig to a part-time gig. And then a year in, they're like, hey, we want to bring you on full-time as an executive. Uh, we'll call you the realtor in residence. Um, you'll have your hand in every department in the company. So basically, I'm like, um, uh, I'm like a lobbyist in a matter of sorts for the agents where I'm like coming in. I'm like, don't do that. That sucks. Like, nobody's going to like that. Uh, you know, like, and so I get to um, work directly with the engineers for product. I work directly with G on um, new ideas. I create all the scripting for all the AI. Um, I'm working on the search site. So I'm dealing with a guy that worked at Apple and realtor.com and all these big companies. And I'm like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't do the search site like that. Nobody's going to like that. Do it like this. And, you know, I get to, and then I go from there to teaching the CS folks how to talk to realtors and, um, and everything in between, you know, when you, I met you at summit and you saw where I was kind of like hovering around the stage, the entire event. Yeah. And, um, and that's kind of what it's turned into. Um, it's a full-time job, 40 hours a week. There's no doubt about it. They've, they've got a big chunk of my time and, uh, um, you know, for some, it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like a step backwards because, you know, I've got these real estate teams. Why don't you focus on that? And I think I just needed a new challenge. Um, and I, so I went with my gut is what happened. And I, I'm very, it worked out great. That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, that, that's a really cool thing. And I think that's so important with tech becoming such a bigger piece of what we do as realtors and as real estate companies in these, these times. Uh, there's so many people from outside the industry that are now working kind of either in the industry or on the industry. Um, it, it's good that they don't have the perspective and that's dangerous if they don't get any perspective, right? It makes me think of like right. uh, a good friend of mine, Chris Heller, who is the chief uh, real estate officer for Ojo Labs, which, you know, which is an AI company as well. And so I, I think that that type of position, number one, is so needed and and critical to be able to to help bridge the gap in the communication between the folks uh, on, I'll call it the tech side or the, or the platform and product side of the stuff that we use as realtors every day. So that's very cool. Yeah, no. Yeah. And um, that's a perfect example. Um, you know, um, because uh, you know, the more I am exposed to the technology side of real estate, I'm realizing that um, the, the businesses that really want to move the needle and make something innovative are the ones that listen really well. Um, and, uh, and so, um, it's, it's just been, it's been really cool. Um, it doesn't even feel like a job to be honest with you. So that's when you know you're doing something good. <laughs> well, awesome, man. So yeah. we're, we're coming up uh, on the end. I don't want to keep you too long. I've got, you know, it's funny. I was listening to my favorite podcast outside of real estate, the Tim Ferriss show recently. And he was interviewing someone who, who, who I've heard many a times on his podcast and, and on his own. And they were doing this thing where they, this, they did this different format. And so I'm going to throw this at you. Okay. Uh, last three questions sure. for you that I have a little bit of spitball and I didn't give you any time to warm up for this. So um, sorry if you it's feel cool. a little too on the spot, but I'm going to ask you three questions. Uh, tell me something that you're most excited about. 
uh, for maybe going into 2020, something about uh, maybe that you've changed your mind on, whether it's in the last year or two years, something like that. And then I want to talk about maybe something about you that people don't know that might just be a little bit crazy, right? Maybe it's a fun hobby or, or a collectible type of thing. Uh, and we can start with any, we can start with any of those. So change your something you've changed your mind on, something you're really excited about going into 2020, and then uh, something that's a little bit crazy. And just pick one of those three, and I'll come back to the other two. Um, the first one that came to mind is um, uh, something I've changed my mind on. Uh, I um, was uh, I had the mindset that I was going to grow a massive team, and I wanted to get to 50 agents. And uh, I realized when I got to 35 or 40 that if I wanted to be profitable, I really needed 100. And I decided I didn't want to do that. I just I was just like, you know what? I, that's not fun for me. And so I decided to top grade, strip down the agents that I wanted to work with and invest in them. And then when I got the brokerage team, I started with 22 agents. And when I told them what I expected, I went from 22 agents to three. And those three agents, in two months, sold more than the brokerage team had done in 12 months the year before. Um, and so it's, it's, I'd rather have uh, a few that are focused than many that, that are um, confused. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, gosh, you're going to have to talk offline uh, one of these days very soon. <laughs> All right, so tell me something you're really excited about going into 2020. Um, so I don't know if you're asking from a personal perspective, but, um, you know, for me, uh, I, I motivate agents for a living. I run these two sales teams. I work in a well of a realtor and residence. And, um, you know, this year there's been um, 220 children that uh, in my area that have gone into foster care and there's only 60 homes. There's 60 people that are helping. And, um, and so my wife and I decided to get involved. And, um, you know, in the next probably week or two, we'll have our first placement, uh, I'm assuming. And so I'm just really excited about uh, motivating birth parents, you know, these people that lost their children because of a, a problem. And there's normally a lot of judgment between the foster parents and the birth parents. And I, I kind of am excitedly challenged to help these people get back on their feet. So again, not really real estate focused, but still something that I'm very, very excited of the challenge. Dude, that's awesome. Uh, that, thank you for sharing that. that that's, a, that's a really good one. Um, all right, tell me something crazy. Like what, may, what's something weird about you most people don't know? Uh, could be habit, uh, could be hobby, something like that. Um, so when I was 35, I started getting tattoos. And uh, now I'm, I'm getting more and more and more um, tattoos. And um, I'm not artistic. I can't draw, but I appreciate art. And so tattoos are like my way of making me feel artsy uh, without doing it. <laughs> and uh, the other thing I would say that's kind of weird is uh, I have three degrees. Two of them are on theology, and I actually pastored a church from the age of 20 to 30 while I was a real estate agent. So definitely uh, a different background than what most are used to. <laughs> Dude, that is so awesome, man. Uh, well, Barry, Barry, let me ask you this before, before we go. Like, um, anything at all that you think that we should cover or a question I should have asked you or anything you want, you want to get off your chest before we wrap up today? I think, uh, I think the cons uh, real estate agents as a whole need to learn how to talk to people that don't know what they want yet. Zillow and Realtor have taught us to only be able to talk to people that know what they want. And so the dynamic of the conversation 
is such that I'm servicing their need. Their need is driving the process, everything about it. And if you're going to survive as a real estate agent uh, over the next probably three to five years as the industry changes the way that it is, you're going to have to learn how to be relevant to the person that doesn't know what they want. And be careful because the person that doesn't know what they want, they're not even aware of it, but that's why they don't want to talk to you. That's why they say, I'm just browsing. I'm just looking. I'm not serious because they, they've equated us with servicing the need. And if we can create a need for ourselves earlier in the journey, we have a massive opportunity. And that's why my team sells so much. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you sharing that. And uh, what's the best place for people to catch up with you? Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what's best? Um, I would say Facebook, uh, just Barry Jenkins. Um, I don't remember the long link, but if you look it up, uh, you know, you'll see it just friend request me. And um, yeah, that's probably the easiest way to do it. Awesome, man. All right. Well, Barry Jenkins, I appreciate your time today. Next Level Agent listeners, uh, appreciate your time as well. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. That's it for today's show. Do me a favor if you enjoy this, go over to iTunes or wherever you're listening at, leave us a review, share this episode with your friends. And for more great content, check us out in our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash next level agents. That's facebook.com forward slash groups next level agents. See you soon.